Hello there and welcome to the Hosts of Westworld, a fan critical podcast. Today we're covering episode 5 titled Genre. Um once again it mm. is just the 3 minute men. Um so Yeah boy. Yep, yeah boy indeed. So how's it going Lem? Yeah, good thanks mate. Um you know, just chugging along, chugging along in ISO times, you know. Glad to speak to you guys, get some other interactions going on. <laughs> At the moment, it's just me, me, my girlfriend, and my dog. So, your girlfriend or your mum? You know, it's um, <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Mum's in the UK. Well, so. just for context, yeah, then started, then started calling his girlfriend Mama because of the dog. So, only in front of the dog. Only in front of the dog. Only in front of the dog. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's just so it's weird. weird. Talking weird, of weird yeah. in it, uh, Gaz, how's it going, mate? Okay, thanks, mate. Yeah, all right. Started calling um, your wife Mama yet, or? Definitely not. No, no dogs. Preparation no dogs anything. here, so um, mm. uh, no need. But um, no, it's been a busy week. Um, I had a shave. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I did that the other week, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, big moments. What are you shaving? Big moments. What, what big are events. you shaving then? Well, you know, we one one of our sponsors was Manscaped. <laughs> you know, everywhere, John, everywhere gets a shave. Well, we're not know. shouting them out yet because so, you know they're not the sponsor of, of Westworld. No, but you know, you know, our listeners yeah. know. Okay, they know. What about, what about you, know. John? How's your, how's your week been? Yeah, not bad. I mean, I haven't started calling my wife Mama, even though she is one. Um, but I have started calling her Mimu. Um, now, the reason I've done that is I will... I, I'll always say Dada to uh, to Ella. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm yeah, sort of fair. sabotaging the first word. So it makes more sense. Because if she does end up saying <laughs> Mimu first, that doesn't count. Yeah. Whereas I think yeah, she's probably going to go dada, but um, you know, fingers crossed and that. That's that's the life that I lead now. It's fucking isolation. Excellent, but yeah. there you go. Um, yeah. Well, I've got a good isolation story today, oh, John. On. I just remembered one for today. Um, so I went out went out to do my essential shop, you know, weekly yep. shop to get everything yep. in. Planned all my meals out and everything, and and you know, ba- baking is uh, something that people do. In these times, people are turning to baking. So all the flour <laughs> was sold out yep. in, in, in several shops, and uh, you know. So anyway, we're there at the shop and uh, this little nonna comes up to us. She must be like, I don't know, 90 This or late 80s. She's old, yeah, yeah little. And she's like, she doesn't speak very good English. She's like Italian. And um, she was like, oh, can, basically, can you help me get the flour? Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, it's all, it's all sold out. So we were just... Walking down the high street, walked into this other little artisan shop. This was about 15 minutes later. And we saw there was some flour. So we was like, oh, yeah, okay. We'll buy this flour. And then Mel, my missus, was like, oh, we should get some for the nonna. I was like, she probably won't be there. Mm. Anyway, so we pick up an extra bag of flour, go back to the shop. Bless her, she's not there. So then we start driving around, uh, like the suburb, seeing if she's like walking home somewhere. And we're just about to give up. And we see her on this corner. We pull over and we go give her this little bag of flour so she can bake her cakes. She was over the moon. Oh, that's very nice. Lovely stuff. That's, yeah. yeah, so it's a good little ISO story. What a wholesome that. story. Yeah, oh, I'm surprised yeah, with that. I wasn't thought nice. you... she, was actually, she, was actually, she was actually lovely. Yeah. She was so happy. Yeah, that's good. Um, did she bake you anything in return? No, for the favor? but uh, if we see her around again, because that's like one of our locals. You'll, then, demand, um, you'll demand cakes. I'll demand some cakes, yeah, mm. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, well, well done. Well there done for bringing some joy huh? uh, to this episode because, yeah, joy. quite frankly, I think there's not going to be much joy. 
Um, oh, God. And uh, I'm going to kick us off this week because uh, I always go last oh, yeah. or, or middling. Yeah, um, it's your turn. Yeah. But go I think, I think yeah, it yeah, probably yeah. makes sense for me to go first and then you guys can follow on. And um, Gaz, I know you mentioned that you know, you're keen to, to hear what our thoughts are because you think this could be divisive. Oh, yeah. uh, and you're it right. Could. You're right. I think it will be divisive. I've seen some one one mm. bloobs and some five bloobs on uh, on IMDb. I mean, they're yeah. using a, a an antiquated one out of ten and Good ten of you out of ten. To- Good of you to convert yeah. there using the uh, the conversion convert. rate. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to explain yeah. to, to you guys. Um, so, yeah. I mean, the blueberry score is thus, you know, one blueberry all the way to five, but there can be no half blueberries. You can give it a zero, but, I mean, that's not going to happen in a Westworld pod, I don't think. Mm. Um, mm. So I'm going to kick us off, and I think there needs to be a little bit of context here. So in my very ill-prepared way... I've only just realised that this is an eight-episode season. Um, yeah, did you not know? I thought I, I thought I figured that out. I thought you were the host. I, I was shocked as well. Mm. Yeah, I am the host, but I, you know, I go episode to episode. I'm not. I don't rush to the mm. end. Yeah, I nibble. I like True. the nibble. I like the chase. Mm. Nibbly. Um, mm. So five Nibbly. episodes into an eight <laughs> into an eight-episode season. Um, so way over halfway. Um, and for the most part, I've kind of, I've made peace with the fact that a lot of this is, it's filler and nonsense and whatever now happens, they're going to have to squeeze a lot into the last three episodes. Um, and I think I've already decided now that this is the worst season that they've done. Right. There are, (laughs) again, much like last week, there are points in this episode where I'm just like, this is terrible. This is genuinely terrible. There's one scene in particular, and we'll and we'll talk about it. Um, and and much of it is, I can imagine some people will like, you know, leaning on the title genre. There's obviously it's named after the drug, and that drug kind of mm. dominates the episode, or certainly the the soundtrack of the episode. And if you love that, yeah, I think you probably enjoy this episode. And if you don't like that, like yeah. me, I think you're going to hate this episode. Mm. Bearing in mind, I watched this with mm. uh, Michelle. Um, and she was like, oh, that was really cool, that, wasn't it? And I went, no, no, it wasn't cool. Now get the mm. hell out of this yeah. room. Um, mm. For me, I, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give this episode. <laughs> Nemu. <laughs> hey, Nemu, get out yeah. of the room. Hey, Nemu, M, not Nemu. Fucking hell, she's not like a god oh. of the ocean. Finding Nemu. <laughs> Finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah, Nemo's dead. So I'm I'm going to give this episode two blueberries. Um, I think there's quite a lot Ooh. to discuss um, and a lot of my kind mm. of ranting I want to save. Um, mm. I just... Uh, th- there's one kind of bullet point that I wanted to um, kind of raise and I, I made it fairly uh, early. Uh, the the way to describe this season for me versus certainly season one is so subtle brilliance has just been replaced with kind of direct nonsense or confusion. And at no mm. point do I feel like yeah. we're building uh, to something where I'm like, oh, this is I can't wait for next for the next episode, um, which annoys me yeah. and disappoints me and depresses me because at the end of last mm. uh, of the last episode, I was like, yeah, this is good. They're building towards it. And it's like, and then then you get this. I'm like, what the fuck? And I, I thought like I was going to mm. enjoy it. That first five minutes, I was like, oh yeah, it's quite a cool 
little montage. Um, again, we'll get into that, but I just this mm. is the season that keeps on disappointing for me, um, and I feel like they don't really know where they're going. And and for the most part, you're sitting there as a frustrated viewer, going, "What does this mean? What does that mean? Is it me?" And we've said this before, you know, is it us? No, I don't think it is. It, it's not us. It, it, it's trying too hard, and it's not working. Um, and I can already mm. see there's going to be an episode later on. It might even be seven or eight, um, where you're just going to be like, "Oh, why has that happened? And why are they doing this?" I can see it. I can see it coming. Um, for me, it's it's mm. too bloob. Um, and and to, to be honest, you know, I've only watched it like two hours ago, so I might sleep on it, and it might get even worse. But yeah, too, too bloob for me. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in as a as a uh, as a uh, as a more positive, more 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 positive outlook on the episode. Contrasting point, I, and I, and I will I will say this: uh, I really did not like the use of the drug genre. Um, I felt that we covered a show, obviously famously, the Three Minute Men Watchmen, and there was an episode which featured around a drug called nostalgia mm. in that show, and I felt. This was a very poorly executed version of that. Yeah, 100%. Um, the, the nostalgia it, stuff it, it, was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. The nostalgia so stuff good. was unbelievable and it, it felt in keeping with the universe. And I didn't, the thing that, and I've read a lot about this because I've been through Reddit, obviously, for the theories and stuff. So I've been reading everyone's opinions and it doesn't, the, the drug doesn't actually serve the plot in any way, shape, no, or form. Nope. There, there is nothing that the, that drug does that heightens him to a point where he saves someone or lessens him to a point where he's in peril or um, does anything to further the story in any way, shape, or form. It is purely there. So, and, and, and I'm going to say right now, I'm going to give this episode of Four Blueberries because I'm sounding negative. I'm not. I actually really enjoyed a lot of it. If you take away the genre drug stuff, uh, I actually had a good time with the episode. Uh, I liked the action. I liked, um, you know, I liked the the releasing of the data. I liked some of the background of Serac. I like some of this stuff I found really interesting and it, and it gripped me the whole way through. I just felt the drug was pointless. And as so, I disregarded it as pointless um, throughout the episode and just tried to watch those scenes um, as they were without... It felt like someone was figuring out what, free effects come with their editing <clears throat> software so first bit they were like they were like oh yeah oh you've seen this we can make stuff black and white and then they were like oh look there's a there's the pulse effect you know and i'm an editor so i know that you get these random shit effects and transitions in your video packages and it just felt like they were constantly doing that um and i was like that, that, that i'm not getting any genre here you're not people aren't breaking out into song like a musical in one and, Ooh, and in good, another yeah. one it's not like horror mm. Just yeah, a soundtrack. It was none of that. So, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, exactly. I don't, and I, look, uh, but, like, I love hearing the soundtracks. Yeah, don't get no, me wrong, no, 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 no. I, I just felt it was unnecessary. But on on that, you know, we we are we're all massive fans of of Raman Dwadi. He's mm. brilliant. Yep, he's a legend. Um, he's. I I feel fairly fairly confident that this is a misstep for him. Yeah. Um, they like I'm not saying that. You know, yeah. he's he's been given the episode and gone, right, I'm going to stick this in. I'm not saying that. But mm. the music mm. doesn't work at all in this episode. Um, I mean... It's not syncing, There's one it? part where it's like, forget the genre stuff. There's a part later on where the music just does not make sense with what's going on. 
and I'm just like, who's? Yeah. What's the the audio mixing yeah. is like, is so it's a misstep. It's a serious misstep. I know what track you're talking about, the Shining track. I mean, it just makes no, no, no sense. No, yeah, I mean that like, was that was that, terrible, that. and we'll get onto that in a bit. Like, mm. um, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, um, we could probably rant for but, ages. But anyway, if, yeah, of course. I don't want to be negative because honestly, I actually enjoyed the episode. And as I said, if you take away the drug and the special effects well, stuff, <clears throat> um, I, I thought most of it was pretty good. And and actually, I felt it was quite accelerated. But I felt like out of nowhere. Serac was undone in one episode. I was like, okay, she's released all this data to the world and that's a massive thing. And I couldn't believe that the plot had advanced so much. My only <laughs> worry is, and, and this, this, is a, this is a concern, like John is, John is 100% correct when, yeah, I am finding this entertaining, mainly because of the world building and some of the cool future stuff. And I'm loving that. But I, John is correct when he says subtlety has gone out the window. Um, and it has. Uh, and I am worried. I am worried. I saw the preview for next week's episode and I'm a bit concerned. Um, so I'm going to give this a four. I just think it's it's good. The action's good. It could have been a five if the genre stuff wasn't there. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie uh, to fair you. Enough. I, I actually really enjoyed the episode uh, and I like the momentum, but I dislike the genre thing just like you did, John. Mm. All right. It seems like we swapped roles from last week where... I kind of actually enjoyed last week's episode and you guys didn't. So so we've disagreed there. So that should mean that Gaz really enjoys this episode. Gaz. Unfortunately, your theory is about as good as most of Len's Westworld wandering theories. <laughs> um, hey, they're not mine. I get them from Reddit. Yeah. It's going to last. And then I, de- I tell them to you. It's going to last about as long before being disproven as well. Um, for me, the... The the big choice I I know we I know you've you've discussed it and you've you've discussed it very eloquently and said a lot of the things that I was thinking but the big choice in this episode was the genre stuff and yeah. I was watching it and just thought this is awful this is absolutely <laughs> awful the moment when it turns into a, oh god when it turns no, into a romantic right. when when the like romance music kicks up and yeah, uh, yeah. and 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 like Caleb staring there at Dolores. with the fire in slow mo. I was like, yeah. this is honestly, this is like a poor Disney movie. It's just garbage. And the use of Ride of the Valkyries as well. I mean, it's so cheap, and it it feels like a a comedy to me now. Ride of the Valkyries because it gets mm. used in. Uh, yeah, as it does a, get used all the time. And I, I was. What I was absolutely stunned about, and I I ended up looking at seven different um, like review websites because I was uh, like I came away thinking, God, that was awful. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what other people have written about this. Mm. They all loved it. Mm. They loved it. Every single review site that I went on that was reviewing this episode said mm. that they thought this was a brave choice and that it was um, it allowed for incredible creativity and some amazing scenes i just thought it was terrible and it's as you said len served zero purpose zero purpose cheapened cheapened the cheapened the show again and this is my issue they keep making choices that cheapen the show um do you want us to take it seriously or do you want to play ride of the valkyries when people are shooting giant cannon gun things and play romantic music when Caleb's looking at Dolores. Like, mm. You can have one well, or the we'll other. We'll get on to that. Don't there was worry a about point. That. There was a point where I thought 
maybe that's the issue. Maybe I'm I'm taking this show too seriously and it doesn't actually want to be taken seriously. And I think if if that's the case, that's all, that's all right. Like you can you can do that. You can have a show that's a bit silly. Mm. I, it, it, no, it is serious though. But it is serious. <clears throat> it's not, and, it, it isn't trying to be funny. And yeah, and it doesn't. What's your, what's your score, Gaz? Out of curiosity, it's got to be two blueberries. I I, I wanted to like it. I, I wanted to get back on the the hype train because I loved the first episode. I loved it, and I love the world that they've created. Um, I, I just I was really disappointed. That yeah, I I, I think. I don't know how people, if this is the thing that annoys me, like if people watch and have loved Watchmen and a lot of our listeners followed us for our Watchmen coverage. So thank you for that. And you, you know how passionately we spoke about the nostalgia episode. I don't think anyone who's seen that nostalgia episode um, can look at this and say, this was well done. No, because this feels like I just said, someone's got their first piece of editing kit. They've got some transitions and different effects and they've they've got their favourite tracks from films and just laid it against it and it's like a studio and project. They, they weren't and, very and that good. is what the drug feels like. But I think the actual plot and stuff, I like it. And I like the stuff like shooting a rocket out of a car. It's cool. Like, that's cool. Big so, set pieces. That's, can I, that's can, good, I but... can I just say, like it's a giving it two blueberries, it's not a good score. But I will I will agree with you that there there was enough there was enough in the narrative, there was enough in the plot to to keep me to to have me wanting to come back for more like i i still want to see how this plays out uh, i quite liked the younger serac like i couldn't believe how much he looked like a young version of him his eye, yeah, that is true. his eyes are in exactly the same place it's mental um but uh but yeah there there's enough in that story still um just yeah just some some really cheap decisions but look, there's a story there, and and it progressed a bit in this episode, which is a positive. Yeah, I mean, look, I, no, normally, um, certainly in the past, uh, if um, maybe in in years past where I was slightly immature and certainly more drunk than I am now, it's only half eleven in the UK, AM. Um, once Len gives a score that I think is so out of kilter with mine, I'd go on the attack. The, the only reason that I don't now. Um, is I, I think there's enough there for this to be a four or five bloob episode. But like my, my frustrations are with, with a lot of... So if someone just wrote down on a sheet of paper like where season three, what was going to take place and who was in it and what was going to happen, I'd be like, fucking hell, this sounds fascinating. And, then, and even in the episodes that I haven't liked and even in this episode, like, I'd sit there and go... Um, the reason I'm annoyed is that it sh- it should be brilliant, it should be good, and it isn't. Or at least for me, it, like it, it just it feels wrong. It almost feels like someone else has taken over this show. Like someone died halfway through, and then someone was like, "All right, well, look. I mean, I've got the bare bones of what the story is. I'll I'll take it over." Like when Spielberg took took over Kubrick stuff, it's kind of like it. it it, the essence is there, but it's not. It doesn't feel right, and and that and this whole season has felt like that for me. Um, it's sad because you know, again, we go back to we talk a lot about Game of Thrones, bringing this podcast together, and blah blah blah. But you know, when Westworld season one ended, we, we were obviously we hadn't even started. But when we were talking about covering season two, I was I was right there, hand up. I I want to host this because I absolutely loved it, and this. 
it's just like it's not the same it does not feel like it's not even that difficult to have to cover these episodes so there you go that's that's the eulogy um but we will we will have to cover jesus we'll have to cover this episode um well look i think like you say i I think i agree in that i can see i can see how somebody could be positive about this episode i can see why len's giving it a four blueberry it I suppose it comes down to how how you see the uh, the genre trip and how much you think that impacts your um, your your overall view of the the episode. Imagine like so, I'm an Arsenal fan and I look at our team and I'm like, how how are they not better than they are? Why are they so terrible? I, I don't understand. And it would be the same with you know Man United. You'd look at them and go, there's some fucking seriously good players in that team. Why are they so shit? And it's a bit like, and that is what this season feels like. It's like it's you can't explain it. You just look at it and go, "What is wrong with you?" You know, I want my fucking season ticket money back. But anyway, um, that's enough of yeah. that. That's so. Too what is long. what's what's more what's more depressing? Arsenal season or West World season three? Ooh. Do you know what? Um, I'll uh, I'll have a think. I'll give you an answer. Um, once we've done our little advert, but before the little advert, it, it, it feels like I should say that, look, if you've not enjoyed any of us slagging this episode off, we will still have Len and his Westworld wonderings at the end. So, you know, you could probably just skip to that probably about an hour from now. Um, but if you don't, we will be covering the episode and slagging it off in our own way um, whilst Len defends it. But before all of that chaos, we're going to have a little advert. For my kind, there was one place we were never allowed to go. One place we were never allowed to see. Your world. Hello there. Yep, back at the advert section. A um, little more joyful because I've I've recorded this at a different time. So you know, there you go. Um, I haven't really. I wish I had. Um, so still plug in Patreon. Obviously, you know, we're we're in isolation and it is quite difficult for us to, you know, bang out these episodes and we're all separated from one another. But what does help is when you guys, you know, give us money to do it. That is, <laughs> that's what I'm in it for, to be honest. So patreon.com <laughs> forward slash fan critical, you know, give us some money and go, look, this is what I want you to watch. Um, this is what I want to star in because you can appear in an episode should you wish. Not at the moment, because it's too difficult, but, you know, we've got that on pause. Soon, when this is over. Mm. Um, We've got some commission podcasts that we will be doing shortly. So World War Z um, is one of them. Um, Len's Mm -hmm. obviously come up with the idea of us. Good on your Panico at the Discio. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, we've got uh, Robocop, which we promised to do as part of our series of How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? Yeah. Um Gaz, have you seen Robocop yeah. at this point? I have now seen Robocop. Oh. So we've got got that. We're good to okay, go. Pod so locked and loaded. Yeah. So can you give us a little tease of uh, of the robot cop? <laughs> well, let me just say now every time you bring up a robot in Westworld that looks like Ed I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, well, so, there you uh, go. Yeah, we'll discuss him. Don't worry. This is exciting. And his times. inability to climb downstairs. 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. The greatest. I love I'm, it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. it. I love the way he looks at the, the best thing in that film is the way Ed Tonine literally looks at the stairs, flexes his little feet, looks at the stairs again, flexes his little foot, puts it on it, and then tumbles Immediately. down in the most hilarious fashion. Yeah. And then oh, I also like weird it. noises. Yeah, I also like it when the dog in the background just starts going mental. <laughs> Um, can you, you know. can you tell Mama to look after the dog, <laughs> Billy? Billy's uh, she's on neighbourhood watch. She's obviously sensed an Ed Two Hundred Nine walking down the street to get me because I've been slagging him yeah. off. So, so build uh, some stairs. Yeah. You'd be you'd be absolutely fine. Well, he lives on the ground floor, so he's in serious trouble. No, you're fucked, mate. Yeah, I'm fucked. You are dead. I'm fucked. Yeah. Good. Mm. Um, so that's a lot of nonsense. Um, but look, you know, fan critical channel. <laughs> Uh, we've got over 200 yeah. podcasts, probably 250 at this point, maybe even 5,000. Who knows? Um, but go over and listen to them whilst you're stuck in isolation. Um, I had a little look, actually, at some of our listens, and there are some obscure ones like, I mean, like Deadpool 2. I mean, that's had like five listens in the last seven days. Who's listening to that, honestly? <laughs> that is old. If you're listening to this and you've been listening to that, can you write in and explain why you are re-listening to old podcasts? Yeah. Because it freaks me out a little bit, to be I honest. I love it. Yeah, you love it. Yeah, go, it's probably you. listen to them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just re-listening to that podcast. I remember we did that podcast, John. We were both very hungover. Mm. So I don't think it's our best, yeah. to be honest no, with you. Isn't. But, you know, there's moments in no, Well, Good. we did, we did two on that day. This is information for an advert. Well, look, we, uh, yeah, oh, we I'm did just saying. Well. Yeah, we did solo on that day. And then we went to Wembley, didn't we? Remember that? And, and got drunk yeah, again. Got yeah, got absolutely Classic. battered. What a day! Ah, oh, mate. Honestly, <laughs> life when we weren't isolated was so much better. But if you are going to be stuck in isolation, you could do worse than listening to fan critical. So the other thing that I should add, um, breaking news here: we are going to do the worst of Netflix again. I swear on my <laughs> life. <laughs> We will continue <laughs> to say that in every advert that we ever do, ever. The good news is we have both still not watched Humanoids from the Deep. <laughs> what are you uh, both doing? I've seen the poster, I'm busy, man. Yeah, I've seen the poster. He found time to watch Robocop. I'll tell you, I'll tell yeah. you what, after this, I'll post uh, a little picture from about eight months ago, um, and it's Humanoids of the Deep, the poster, but with our faces on it instead of the woman and the monster. So, you know, yes. little, little treat for everyone there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's not horrendous. Beautiful in a way. Um, yeah. But but that's it. Um, now we have to be slightly more depressing and start talking about this episode. So goodbye. Ah, let's have fun. <laughs> ah, yeah, right. nah, let's have fun. Bye. Welcome to my world, Maeve. What do you want from me then? Dolores, I want you to track her down and kill her. Uh, thanks, John, for that advert. Good stuff. Um, so, good. yeah, <laughs> I'm not, enjoying that's that. That's not you in bed with another man. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, can, I get on, can, I get, can I get on with this podcast, John? Mm, yes, you can, John. So, yeah. That's not me with... <laughs> it's the start of Jurassic Park. That's like Jurassic Park. Well, I do you, mention Jurassic Park the, the later on, tour. so... You know, oh, well, there you go. Oh, it wouldn't be a Hello, fan critical John. podcast Hello, John. without <laughs> it's cloning, John. Right. So we are about twenty-five minutes into this episode, and is already chaos. Yeah. Good. So yeah. Yeah. we open. Bring with... back Emma. <laughs> 
She's in a ditch somewhere. She's, but we open with Serac. She's drunk, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we open with Serac. <laughs> Stop laughing, man. So we open with Serac uh, and his brother. Oui. Um, do you oui. remember what his brother's name is? Mon frère. Oh, good guess. I wish it was. Len? Um, oh, don't Google it. Just No. Right. No, I'm not. Right. Don't worry about uh, that. Jean. Xenon. <laughs> I think it's Xenon. Yeah, so it's... Not Sean. No, it's not Sean, Jean. <laughs> it's in Jean-Philippe. Oh, Fucking Sean. <laughs> anyway. Sean the Sheep. Yeah. You English. So Serac You English always butcher the French the language. Sheep. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> butchering Man. the French language. Um, but... <laughs> Who the fuck is Sean? Yeah. No, I don't remember, right? <laughs> Yeah, so I don't remember no fucking Sean in this. Yeah, so Sir, I remember oh Jean. So Serac and Sean Connery. <laughs> so cool little opening, uh, explaining the backstory yeah. of Serac, interspersed with yeah. a destroyed Paris. Um, little competition for you. So there's some real footage uh, of riots taking place. Do you know what those riots were? They're the the riots in the, in Paris. They are the Paris riots. The Yellow Jacket riots. I don't think... Were they? <clears throat> well, it's competition. So, you know, Len has guessed well, Paris. Yeah, I'm going to say... Must be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no. I'm going to say that the, the riots are actually footage from... Ooh, I'm going to say it was Venezuela. Oh! Now, South America, that's a bit of a mad guess. Um, but it is, isn't it? It's turns out that who knows because I haven't done the research. But um, <laughs> no. but if you do know, you know, just tweet tweet in. You know, give us a little tweet and go hello, John or, or Mister McCann. To be honest, because we're not that familiar. Um, hello, Mister McCann. This is where the riots took place. Um, and bonus points for anyone that was involved in any of those riots. That'd be mad. If you threw a brick, <laughs> if you threw a brick through a window, you can... yeah, I gassed someone. Give you someone. a free Patreon account. Yeah, I gassed a nonna. No. no, why have you done that? No, leave nonna alone. <laughs> give them flour. Give them flour. Yeah. Give them flour. You say that fucking nonna was probably Let there throwing bake. flour on policemen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh so um, so there's a couple of couple of quotes here. So God has abandoned us. Uh, God never existed. Yeah, well, let's bloody make a God then, yeah? So don't... Yeah, and that's what they do. So ultimately, Rehoboam uh, is their God um, to save humanity. So, so what did you make of... Um, I might go to Len first for maybe a slightly more positive start, but... What did you make of this uh, little intro to Serac and Jean or Sean? Yeah, uh, it's quite good. Um, I thought we were definitely going to get some of the... Uh, he's actually suffering from radiation poisoning. That was actually brought up in this episode mm. later on. Um, that was a theory that we talked about last week in, in Crazy Reddit Theories, Westworld Wanderings. Um, and uh, I liked it. I liked seeing the fact that his motivation is because the world was basically at war it seemed and paris was destroyed and, and and probably other locations around the world and 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 he they wanted to create this machine to control humanity mm. who gets in these cycles of um prosperity and then despair 
So I thought that was quite interesting. And his motivations are quite different to that of, say, a Ford type character. Ford obviously, you know, thinks humanity has had its time and it's time for the life of uh, his creations. And uh, and Serac is more of the opinion that, no, humanity, it's not their fault. We just need to, you know, give them order, essentially. Quite interesting, different um, different things that the show is going I've got for to tell you, um, this season. I've got to tell you at this point, I'm uh, I'm on mm. the Serac bandwagon. You know, I'm like, well, yeah, you know, he's he's like Jesus in a way. Like, what do you mean? He's talking about the sac the sacrifice yeah. of what he's doing, and you know, he's he's our boy. You know, fuck Dolores. So so so, what do you reckon, Gaz? Like, fuck Dolores or you know, a hundred percent, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all about that with you, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was <laughs> this was um, this was probably the first episode that it actually became clear, kind of who you're supposed to root for, <clears throat> I guess. Mm. Um, but but not until a little bit later. Um, I, I liked the opening as well, to be honest. <clears throat> I was, uh, I, I, yeah, I thought this was a, a cracking start. Um, was looking forward to <laughs> this episode. Yeah, I was sitting um, there thinking, well, this is definitely at least the two bloob. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no way. <laughs> so it lower. proved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we skip forward, uh, and Serac is uh, basically demonstrating the power. Um, of the system and and the potential corruption of the system um, in manipulating the uh, Brazilian president um, to basically do what he slash the system says. Um, Interestingly enough, we we get the juxtaposition of of the fly buzzing around the president. Um, And then if you compare that to how Dolores in the very first episode, kind of easily just dispatches the the fly. fly. So you get the juxtaposition of like how Dolores just easily kills the fly versus this bumbling president that is struggling to kind of kill this buzzing fly. And also you could say the fly represents kind of the hosts or even the system. Like you're looking at it and and I'm like, that's that's quite cool. I quite like that. It's, It's a nod to when Westworld was actually really good. Um but um but that's that's <laughs> hey guys, how, remember this? But that's how I read that um that scene. How, how did you how did you read that? He, I thought he was a bit shit really. Like uh, I I liked I did like this start. I just thought the um Brazilian president was rubbish. Um <laughs> I've seen I've seen Why? some criticisms as well. Maybe maybe if if we've got any Brazilian listeners or Portuguese speaking listeners they might be able to tell us, but mm. apparently his uh, his accent was abysmal. Um, whereas when Serac broke into Portuguese for a moment, he nailed it. Uh, they they said really, um, that's but, yeah. fucking hell. Yeah, um, but anyway, he um, he was just a bit bumbling, wasn't he? He was shit. He's like, oh yes, oh I'm the president. I can uh, I can do what I want. Oh no, I can't. And, but oh, with a fly. But you are right though. Um... But I think that's a conscious choice of making him seem like he's not in control versus how the episode ends. But we'll go back to that, obviously, at the end of of the recap. Um, Len, what did what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was fine. I mean, I thought it was such a bizarre. <laughs> You've given it four blues, so give us more than that. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I enjoyed the start. I didn't actually love the meeting. The fly thing, I'm totally with you, John. The fly thing is uh, the fly theory or theories about flies have been buzzing around since season one. Um, that buzz? So it's good to have a bit of that fly theory back. Reddit right now is all about the flies. I mean, there are no theories that I'm going to mention that involve flies later. But, yeah, you're just winging it. He's um, winging it. It's just good to hear the flies. He's winging it. It's oh, just good that flies are back in the conversation. <laughs> but, uh, you know, other than that, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, I liked the beginning. I didn't, didn't love the meeting. I felt it felt a bit tacked on to the beginning, if anything, mm. to be honest with you, with the cold open. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, but it was fine. It's fine. It's fine. Good. Um I thought that was going to be better, to be honest, but that's fine. So we get the little credits, don't we? And the, I mean, I skip the credits this time. I never do that. But this time I was like, I'll just get on with it. So uh, still with Serac and um, him and his brother, we get the creation of, of the system. Uh, Robbie. Is that what we're calling it? Robbie. I can't remember. Robbie. Well, yeah, there, Robbie, yeah. There, Robbie. Was some, there were some very different pronunciations of uh, of its full name today uh <laughs> compared to what we've been calling it as well rehoboam 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 they were calling it like re, re, rehoboam rehoboam i was like who who sorry rehoboam <laughs> <laughs> that's his cousin isn't it just call it robbie mate yeah yeah uh, that's fine new new version isn't it jerobam 1.2 so uh we get introduced to dempsey senior um yeah what a load of shit he's what a wanker what a load of dick. shit so <laughs> <laughs> but he is his character is wank like i mean and look anyone that wants to capture anything of us you know if you want to send us a message and go yeah i quite like your podcast that bit where you said um dempsey senior was a load of wank yeah you can do that because he was you know he's a money bags that has no understanding of his investment which makes absolutely no sense we're not talking about someone that is like inherited the money like you know dempsey yeah, junior like liam has, it, like liam yeah, has. dempsey yeah. junior it makes sense but we we've got to assume at this point dempsey senior he's built his empire so why the fuck would he invest in two young frenchmen anyway but why would he invest in two young frenchmen to then not understand what they're doing it was shit it was lazy um in fact, I've written, it was a bit annoying and a bit lazy, but whatever. Let's just get on with it. Um, so we will. Yeah, let's get yeah. on with it. So back in the present, we get Serac. Uh, he finds out that Dempsey Jr. is missing. Um, uh, yeah, he's like, no, you know, when we get the news, it is not good because uh, I don't like the news because the system will already tell me uh, what is going on. And I'm like, fucking hell, he's got a good accent, hasn't he? Wish I had that. <laughs> but uh, we yeah. then go to Dolores uh, Cal oh way better much better but it doesn't bother me I've got other good things not better than mine yeah. <laughs> um, so Dolores Cal and Liam Dempsey um, there's lots happening actually in this next bit so <clears throat> I'll kind of I'll, I'll bullet point the key moments and you guys can jump in uh, with each bullet point, should you wish, or you can say pass. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Dempsey Jr. drugs Cal with genre. Now I'm going to jump yeah, in here uh, because I told you okay. guys, <laughs> I told you guys last week that the reason for that scene, making that gorgeous woman uh, absolutely monged out when she watched Stubbs and Dolores fight, 
was they were trying to say that that drug is powerful and that it would mean something later on. And I was absolutely correct. It did. Well, I then confirmed it last week by saying, <laughs> yes, I think next week's episode is called <laughs> the same name as the drug. So, he did, yeah. 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 But yeah. you cheated by looking yeah. at the answers, whereas I just worked it out for myself. <laughs> Like, you're right. doing the test Genius. with a calculator, whereas I'm just winging it and then being annoyed that we got the same score. So... If you read the fine print, it says calculators <laughs> are allowed. <laughs> Len, thoughts? Or you want to pass? Uh, pass. pass? Pass. Gaz, pass? I I just... Yeah. Uh, just, just briefly, very quickly, I thought, well, Caleb, like the drug has obviously knocked him out. Like, it's going to have seriously messed him up. He falls to the floor, like, incapacitated... And then Gets it doesn't up. affect him. <laughs> he sees things in yeah. black and white for a bit. Mm. Yeah, um, he's just yeah, he's just walking around. Yeah, normally annoyed shooting me. guns. Anyway, uh, I will say this: no, you, uh, just you passed. You missed your chance. You just okay, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So anyway, so next uh, bullet point. I mean, I think I'm just being lazy here. I've just written they're being hunted by Serac's men, so we can pass that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought the action was quite cool. No, like if, if you're talking about the car, the car chasing. No, not onto that yet. So, okay, all right, sorry. Yep, so pass, pass, yep. pass, pass. Uh, genre makes for the worst viewing experience possible, with needless <sighs> black and white shots and music that does not match or live up to Raman Dawadi's usual brilliance. At this point, I'll even say this is a misstep and the worst audio mixing the show has ever done. Mm. I mean, I would, I would say we'll talk about it, but I kind of feel like we've done it already. To be completely honest with you, in terms of, I think we've expressed why it doesn't yeah. work. I think we've expressed mm. why we didn't enjoy the creative decision made with the genre drug and compared it to something where we did feel it. It was that's far it. Superior. That is it, though. So, that is it. I, I, like, but I, I feel like even without um, the Watchmen and, and nostalgia. I think even without that, I'd, I'd watch this and go, what's the point of this? Like, artistically, yeah. it doesn't add anything uh, to do. I'm not the sort of person that will jump on to, onto Instagram and go, I need to post this shot as black and white because it will look better. Like, it's just, mm. no. Like, use it when it makes yeah. sense. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I just feel I just feel like it's a misstep. You're right, creative misstep. The score didn't work. Uh, the score didn't work once, actually. No, no. Um, no, not once. And not maybe once. we'll talk about and, and a, a bit they later. Tried to, yeah. They tried to overlay some of this additional music on top of the actual Westworld score um, that j- just sounded awful. I think, like you said, Len, we have, we have discussed it, but in, in summary for me, it, uh, it's not a terrible idea, but it adds nothing to the, to the, to the plot and it was terribly executed. Yeah, but do you know what the thing is? I will add actually to it. Like, if they're going to do it and they're going to call this drug, drug genre, go all in. Yeah, mm. fucking like, do it properly. When, when 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 it was black and white, they should have done it like nineteen twenty back, like Westworld style. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They should have gone like right, just like dirt roads, um, horse and carriage chase. Like you know, I'm just saying, if you're going to go for it, go for it. Yeah. Do that, and then it changed, like we said, to put a little trilby hat on mute. Caleb or something. Yeah, hundred <clears> percent. And then they should have gone like. I don't know, musical, like we said, John, and people should have been breaking, you know, just like, if you're going to go for it, go for Look, it. Yeah. Don't, don't just sit there and slap an effect on it and, and pretend that it's going to be okay. Look, go I, for I, it. I got to, and, and that's the problem. They did. He didn't go for I've it. I've got to be honest. Like I'm not necessarily an advocate of taking drugs, 
Um, and look, if you're mm. listening to this... And, this drug looked pointless. Well, yeah. I mean, what's the point? Like, honestly, it's like <laughs> someone going, yeah. yeah, just put some fucking um, buds in and just listen to random music. Like, to be honest, I don't mind listening to film soundtracks because I love all that shit. But if someone said, well, yeah, do you know what? You don't even have to put the headphones in. You just take this drug and just music just randomly plays. I'd be like, well, what's the fucking point in that? I can't even fucking select the tune. <laughs> so anyway, um, we're going to move on. But uh, I think we're all in agreement, and that is terrible. I mean, even Scrubs. Scrubs did an episode that was a musical. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah the musical. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I mean. They went for it. They went for it. And in a show like Scrubs, you can do that. Buffy did it. Buffy did yeah, it. Yeah, they're on minimum you know, wage. They're on minimum Buffy. wage versus these guys. <laughs> like, yeah. like how, yeah. is that, how is that possible? But anyway, um, next point. Next bullet point. Again, you can pass or discuss. So Cal... Um, He's done something that I've also done recently. Uh, he's bought himself a Call of Duty Warzone Battle Pass. So <laughs> he gets himself a homing missile launcher uh, that just blows up a chasing car. Now, I have conflict. I have conflicting emotions about this because I'm sitting here and I'm like, this show is not going in the direction that I want it to, um, unlike the missile. Um, and then you... You look at this and you're fucking hell. How impressive is it that they've got the budget to do something like this and it actually looks good? Like, this is TV again. This is... I'm impressed with the execution of a scene like that. Um, But it's it's in an episode that I don't enjoy. So, again, we can skip or we can discuss. No, I just... All I'll say about it is set pieces are good in this season. Mm. I, I, I like the world that they've created. I like the tech. I like... The car chase is cool. I love the fact that Dolores uses her um, uh, her bike as like a horse, like like she did in Westworld, like a trusty steed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's got that sort of parallel to it. Mm. I quite like that sort of element of the story. Yeah. Um, and she's always talking to the bike. You know, she's always like, "Oh yeah, do this, do that." And it's quite cute in a way. It's like it's like the it's like the bike is a little character um, that then got blown up. <laughs> but what I mean is, it's just quite nice. Um, and I enjoyed the scene. I mean, take Rider the Valkyries off it or whatever, and you know, it's all good. Well, apparently, do I've... you think there's a chance um, that the bike mm. is yeah. Arya's horse from season eight of Game of Thrones? <laughs> oh, that's spoiler warning yeah. in Fuck the future. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, that's a good horse. That was the point of the horse the whole time. <laughs> so now I would say, do we want to skip this point? Um, but I know Gaz is is going to go off on one, and this is your moment to be great. But uh, I've written cue a dreadful moment, probably the worst moment in Westworld history, of Cal looking at Dolores firing away as another genre change happens. This time, romantic background music as he stares in admiration as he's being shot at. Discuss. I just. I can't get over how much this felt like. I'm 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 going to describe a movie to you and and tell me if this if this makes you think of anything, right? Imagine like Pixar or DreamWorks in fact. DreamWorks. Think about DreamWorks mm. animations and mm. you've got a movie where there's a where there's a, a a guy and he's like a really average guy. He's just a regular old it's average, an average Joe. It's an average Joe. Just an average Joe. Average Joe. And 
he ends up, due to divine intervention or uh, just bizarre circumstances, he ends up meeting this like badass girl, right? Who's like a superhero kind of thing. I'm just gonna and... I'm just gonna interrupt quickly. You know, we get a lot of American listeners. Um, obviously, loads in in Chicago and Brooklyn, which is where most of our listeners are. Uh, Manhattan is another one. They will not understand well, badass. So you know, translate badass. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and do you know, as I'm describing it, there is one particular movie that has come to mind, and it's not a bad movie. It's absolutely <clears throat> not a bad movie. Um, and there will always be in these in these movies. There will always be a moment where the the hapless fella has been sort of dragged along by this like superhero superhero chick who knows what she's doing and she's doing flips around and sort of keeps saving this guy who's like oh my god what's happening oh bumbling around and there will be a moment in the middle of the action scene where he'll look over and just be like da, 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 da. yeah the best example <laughs> and is then the lego movie gas the lego movie is the one that i was thinking of yeah. thank you mm. and but that's funny it, it, it's not supposed to be that, fine. is it? That is a gr- that's a great movie. Yeah. The Lego movie is a brilliant movie. Unbelievable. However, film. that's a, a comedy I'm going to enjoy with... <laughs> I was going to say with, with an eight-year-old kid, but I don't know any eight-year-old kids, so that's really weird if I do that. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, when I have <laughs> kids and they're, they're, they're eight years old, I'm going to show them the Lego movie and I'm going mm, to watch it. Great film. There you I'm go. going to laugh. Little, It'll uh, be fun. Yeah. Is that a spo- spoiler warning for... Gaz and, and Megan's plans there. So planning to have an eight-year-old boy immediately. So not sure it works that way. <laughs> That'll be painful. Um, but I'll tell you what, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit them down and watch episode five, season three of Westworld because it, it that isn't what Westworld should be about. However, <clears throat> this scene would have the exact same is the exact same thing and that's what's mental it's Mm. so out of keeping with what the show's supposed to be and this is what i keep coming back to is maybe maybe i've got the right idea of what this show is because that isn't it so there's uh there's a scene in game of thrones uh uh, well actually it's um it's in the last episode um and just in case there are people that are listening to this that haven't watched it i'm not going to necessarily spoil it um, even though the makers did that by creating a zero bloob final episode, but whatever. So there's a bit that I watched and I watched it and I was like, you stick a laughter track on that and it will be perfect. This is the same. I rewatched that scene and I, and I have done and I've imagined it with a laughter track. It goes perfectly. Like you get this bit, the music plays, it turns to uh, Aaron Paul and his face, you stick in like a friend's laughter track and it would be seamless. And that mm. is like, I'm not, yeah. I, it's just... All I'll say in its, in its defence is, and there's it, very little defence here. And, and, and as I said to you, they should have gone all in on the situation. So you know what? I know this sounds stupid, but if this drug is so powerful and it's so cool and it's cool genre and it goes through the different genres, they should have put a laughter track in. Mm. Um, yeah. And... They should have. They should have gone for it, like I said, and they just didn't. And and because they didn't, they didn't execute it well. Like you, for the average list, for the average watcher, they're not watching this going. That is, oh, we've shifted genre right now. Mm. Like honestly, 
You're not. Mm. The, the, the changes aren't good enough. Yeah. They're not. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. And, and that's the problem. We get it. We get what they're going for. Oh, but we, but watch out! Watch out for the final genre. Whoa! Look out! Whoa! 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 We'll talk about that in a minute. But let's 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 crack on because I feel like that scene is is a misstep because of the drug. Yeah, I mean it is twenty minutes of the episode. But anyway, so um, so we uh, (laughs) just just uh, echoing Gaz's point there. So I'd imagine he's going to want to talk about this, but um, I've written yay. So those two characters from episode one are back. Um, so, I mean, I know what their names are, but I'm not even going to mention them. One is called Ash and I'll, I'll say her name because we need to refer to her in the end. I think, I think the second one is called like Wiggle or Jiggles or something. Who, who cares? Giggles. What we're at, oh, Giggles, sorry, yeah. <laughs> but actually what we're going to call him is Exposition Man because... He just out of nowhere just explains to the audience, uh, certainly no yeah. one else, um, what stage of genre he's at, how many stages there are, um, and to watch out yeah. for that last act. It's just like, what the fuck is this? How how has he possibly ascertained that he's on genre? Like, yeah, is he listening? He can't hear <laughs> the music that that Caleb's hearing. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, and he's walking about yeah. fine, shooting rocket launches around like no problem. If he was like, if he was gurning away, you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. Exactly. No, he isn't. He's just standing there like he always this does. Is what, yeah, this is what I was going to say earlier. Actually, just it's funny, isn't it? Aaron Paul's gone from Breaking Bad, where he was constantly high on meth, to a show where he's got told to just look high again in one episode. It's like oh, he can't catch a break, can he? This kid. But that's he the thing. It. If he didn't do very well at looking like he was high in this one. And we know he's good at doing that. Yeah, that's true. Mm. He is good at doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in season two. He's very good at it. All right. Well, still anyway. love him. Yeah. Still love him. Yeah, he's good. Look. Oh, he's great. He's no Caleb is still good. Don't get me yeah, wrong. He's good. He's it's not he's not great. Fault. He's good. So anyway, so um So we go back to Scottish Dolores. Um and, Yeti. Martin. Hey Eddie. And uh and uh, and Benyard. Um Hey Benyard. And uh Benyard. Hey, 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 come over here, Benny. Um and we get another explanation of the uh, of the system. Why? Like why? I have worked it out now. Stop talking about it. You don't have to explain it to every new character that comes. Like just we'll just assume that they've had that conversation off camera. Like Stop it. Stop it. So anyway, in the same instant, uh, Dolores, uh, she gets some of Serac's old memories, um, which they don't really matter until later, but that's fine. So I kind of, I kind of, just to, just to interject, I kind of feel like they do matter because I, I, I think not right now. these memories, <laughs> no, but I, I in our recap. this backstory we're getting from Serac, from Serac mm-hmm. is that what she downloaded that is that is where they, the way they're trying to yeah, yeah. tell this story I, I, because that's why it's very because otherwise the the episode has no cohesion do you know what i mean like that that's why i liked it because she downloaded these memories and we're getting to see these snippets of Serac's life mm. and we were told earlier there was nothing on Serac anywhere in the world so she's the only one with this information um so i quite like the way that 
that makes the episode cohesive for me because otherwise it makes no sense for them to keep does it between genre which they do to 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 Serac. does it make sense that she's got a hold of his memories fairly easily um well that that could be a twist coming Ooh. up john that we can only oh, yeah. speculate on well but it's all part will of we will we speculate plan. Uh, in Westworld Wonderings about it. We actually, we actually won't. Uh, the oh. Wonderings this week are going to focus on Caleb <laughs> uh, and they're also going to focus on Binyade. Binyade. So, uh, yeah. yeah, fair enough. So anyway, so back to the origin story of Serac. Um, we see the power of the system again. Um, why? Like, look, I fucking get it at this point. You know, we know it can manipulate, it knows everything and it can manipulate everything like just get on with the fucking story like we don't honestly like is if next episode is just uh an origin story of the system guessing what is going to happen with stocks like it's zero blue i'm telling you like this stuff we don't need it we don't need it like why is it in this episode uh yeah, I, I feel like it 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 was okay. I, I actually quite like seeing a young Serac and his brother. Um, That's like fine, but what we don't need is a we've stuff. turned this five million into a hundred million. Like yeah. in in a way, just in a to, way, I'm not even impressed yeah. with that as an investment. <laughs> like, no, it should be yeah, better. should be better, yeah. shouldn't it? I mean, if you fucking know should, how the market should... is going to go, how is that your your profit yeah. in a seven day week like t- t- come on 200 percent isn't actually that no. good like you should be yeah. looking for more if anything Wait, poor. That's, more, <laughs> that's, that's more than 200 percent but yeah that's but you know don't worry about that no, five five to 100 is 200 percent no it's not 100 percent of five million is, is 10 percent yeah it's no, 10 yeah. million yeah you you maths in a way. <laughs> anyway so 200 percent would be 20 million <laughs> Mate, you need you need so that Robbie anyway, system. Math critical. We will <laughs> go through all of your mental arithmetic. <laughs> Show us your work. Send in your working to fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. I'm just saying, um, don't don't make don't make claims that it should be better than two hundred percent when it's significantly better than. 200%. No, but it, sh- it should be better than what it is. Like, you know, if if you knew, like, I'm, though, if you, it was an example. It was like, look at how this works. <laughs> we can we can do this the, for you. You may as well have just gone, uh, oh, it's predicted the um, Euro Millions jackpot of uh, 138 million. It's predicted the numbers. No, but that, that's exactly that's what it's but done. Imagine, you know imagine I mean? if you were, a, yeah, imagine football and you go, yeah, I know the results of every single game for the rest of the season. I've got 20 quid. I'm just going to keep betting because I know the results of every game. And at the end of the season, you had 10 grand. <laughs> You'd be like, how have you only got that? That's terrible, mate. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are yeah, you betting you on these games? Fucking tips. five pence. Like, yeah. anyway. So, um, so we get the quote. Uh, so, humanity's story had been improvised. Uh, now it's been planned years in advance. Um, and then it turns out that uh, that Sean or Jean, Serac's brother, who the fuck is Sean? Uh, he's lost yeah. it. He's lost it for some reason. He's he's just mental now. Um, yeah, I didn't really. I didn't really understand what was I happening. I think with him. we're going to get more of that in the next few episodes. So I'm giving them a little pass on that because I think they've sowed the seeds. Well, I mean, of, we need to because see... there's only like a few episodes left. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. I got I got a theory. I got a theory in Westworld Wanderings. I hope so. so. Save a bit for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, so the next scene's pretty fascinating. So uh, as Dolores decides um, 
to basically send out a push notification to everyone's phones, just saying like, hello, um, so just a message and that, just, uh, so it's about you, um, and it's basically everything that you, you didn't want to know about yourself, um, so give this a read, <coughs> yeah, so this naturally yeah. causes fucking absolute chaos, discuss. Oh, every, everybody goes mental, we've got like six people on the train looking a bit <laughs> sad about it. <laughs> Um, then then they get off the train and there's like three people waiting for the train looking a bit sad there's two uh, two people beating the shit out of someone there's a couple having another reason. argument yeah yeah I, I, yeah. I, oh, I'll, I'll tell you what I didn't like about this and, and I do I love the idea because the idea has actually been explored in a couple of shows that I really like like Black Mirror it's also been explored in Mr. Robot in its most recent season there's some good stuff with, with a giant push notification there uh, and the way that information um is brought to the masses and it's something so devastating as this is obviously going to cause chaos mm. uh, but chaos doesn't really ensue it's sort of a more subdued awareness the line <laughs> that i don't like in this whole bit is where liam goes wow you've really annoyed everyone on that train <laughs> and then she, she goes i've released it to everyone it's obvious yeah why would she just release it on the train like what sort of line is that yeah, it doesn't, stupid. that doesn't make any sense at all i was just that's exposition again it's like I assumed that it was to everyone. Like what? What? That? That? You know? Imagine how angry Sirac's going to be that twelve people on the train found out <laughs> yeah. the information. Yeah. Um. But my my thinking is either if this happened in real life, either people would just be like, "What the fuck is this? this is garbage?" and ignore it. Yeah. Or Spam. or if they knew that it was genuine, they knew it was legitimate they would absolutely lose their shit. The world would go to chaos immediately. Yeah, but it will. I think it is. I think what we're supposed to be getting, I think there's, in, once again, execution's not great. I think you see the ring that is the uh, thing that we've been seeing all season, anomaly. There's fucking loads of anomalies now. Things gone mental. So um, I think they're just showing it via the, the, the little ring thing uh, <laughs> and not via, at, it's cheaper, isn't it? Well, should we show people go mental? Nah, don't worry about it. Show the ring with more spikes. Just okay, sh- just, cool. just have one lady throw a brick through this window. <clears throat> Where'd you get that brick from? But uh, don't worry uh, about world, it. World, well, it fell. <laughs> world went mental, so uh, bricks started the, coming the, apart. But the problem, the problem with a scene like this, um, so the the only one that works for me um, is the mum reading about her daughter being like a manic depressive yeah, or suicide. whatever, and then potentially kidding yeah. herself good. when she's six to eight years old. It's good, that. Yeah, but it's kind of like... Mm. The the problem is, is our, when have we established that everyone is absolutely bought into this and that they even know about it? Because if someone messaged me and they went... Don't know about yeah, it. But if yeah. someone messaged me and went, all right, so basically... So it's Facebook. Facebook has sent me a, an email. They've gone, right, so... You know, you're going to be dead by the age of 50 because you blow your own brains out. I just look at it and go, that's fucking hilarious. I'll probably just send it to you guys. I've like, seen this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys might be dead at this <laughs> yeah, point. But I what I wouldn't do is start fucking throwing oh punches <laughs> at the nearest person. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to kick yeah, you in exactly. the head. It's like, what's going on here? What I also liked, though, what I liked is <laughs> you had you had that one woman who has found out that her daughter's going to commit suicide in a few years and then that guy who found out that his mates call him an arsehole 
It's sort of two levels. It's a spectrum, yeah. this isn't it? Like where, yeah. where? What's that? Was that yeah, the same was, guy uh, that was standing at the top of the bridge, looking like he was going to jump onto the tracks? I don't think it was, but maybe I think it might have been. Maybe that drove him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I like the idea. The concept is actually really cool. Um, it, it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work in the. Uh, like, it, look, if you read something and it was, oh, this person has been slagging you off. Like, do you have that? Do you have that sort of personality to just jump straight off a building? Like, it does. It doesn't work <laughs> yeah. in that way. Like, it, it's too. Yeah. Len knows that we call him an arsehole behind his back. It's, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it's that idea of seeing the matrix. You know, realizing that you're in the matrix, and I think that's the, much better though. Yeah, I think I think the show hasn't articulated well enough to shown us enough that these people are in the matrix. Mm. If you get what yeah. I mean. Like we've been told it, uh, you know, we haven't seen it long enough. It's been a five episode arc from when we first learned that Rehoboam <clears> even existed <throat> to the fact that now everyone knows about it. Um, so it's actually quite short in terms of like actual bringing down the corporations. I'll reference Mr. Robot again, a fantastic show that everyone should go and watch. It's finished now, had four seasons. And that show centers around trying to take down giant corporations, things that control people through money and stuff like that. Uh, and 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 the way that reality shatters around the characters and also the corporations is eloquently done over four seasons. Um, and I feel like this is sort of something that's happened in five episodes. So I think it's difficult for us to judge it until we see it in the in the complete season. So for now, I'm going to say interesting idea, poor execution again, but I like where the narrative is going. Yeah, look, as uh, as Scottish Dolores says, the right information at the right time is deadlier than any weapon. Yeah. Apart from a flamethrower, because I'm telling you now, <laughs> someone's slagging me off. I'd be like, well, that's a bit out of order. If they shot me with a flamethrower, that would be definitely worse. I think there's no argument there. Um, so anyway, so we get a street full of people arguing or fighting or fucking. No, that doesn't happen. But they should have done. Why not? Um, some people riding on the back of a car for some reason. They're loving life. Um, to the sounds of a remixed uh, space oddity. Um, which is fine. I mean, it, again, it just feels like I like the remix. I like the remix. Yeah, like, I just didn't feel it had any. The music didn't really have any relevance to what was going. No, on. no, no. Because um, David Bowie. Anyway, so just before Cow is yeah. about to be gunned down, uh, Dolores steps in the yeah. way to take the bullets. Yeah. Um, and yeah. obviously, you know, she's a she's a robot. He, he so falls they, in love with her again. Yeah, but you know, well, space oddity in it. But you know, they have no effect on her. Yeah, but they did in episode one. Why? I don't. Un- I didn't understand this. And uh, I thought. No, I think this I is important. Maybe I'm being silly. I think this is important. I think this is important. This is to. I think this is a purpose, purposeful choice to illustrate that Caleb is Caleb is clearly bigger than we realise, and we've talked about this from the start. Dolores also knows this. Rehoboam also Teddy, knows yeah. this. Uh, and some of the, some of the theories I have will reference this. But what I will say is that you know, this is to highlight the fact that. Dolores was manipulating the situation so that Caleb would find her. So she it wasn't actually injured yes, by the bullets. Correct, correct. It's all a big rope dope. And I think <laughs> if that doesn't come clear, then this is stupid. However, I'm a hundred percent it will be the way that the story goes. One hundred percent. Teddy, isn't it? Do you want to bet five million and get one hundred million back? <laughs> if it comes no. true. Skip that. Not good enough investment. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I agree. So anyway, uh, so Cal, I mean, he doesn't know what's going on at this point. 
you know, he's standing there, he's monged out to Space Oddity, um, taking the shittest drug ever. Uh, and this woman that he's in love with now for some reason um, is not <laughs> now dead. So surely you go, whoa, 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 what's going on here? You've just been shot. But he's like, nah, don't worry about that. So uh, we go back to Serac. Um, we find out he has, uh, he's created a facility uh, to house um, people uh, yeah. that are threatening his utopia, I guess. People that are, uh, are diverging yeah. from... Agitators. Yeah, so diverging from what the system says is the way it should be, um, including his own brother. So uh, well, he he mentions something here though that um, you know I I won't say too much because perhaps it might make an appearance in in Westworld Wanderings, but he does mention something about uh, outliers being sent to war or engaging in dangerous activities. Um, which of our characters do we know was? Was was in the war? Well, yeah. I mean, look, just get away from my corner, please. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> just stay away from my corner. Mm. Just flagging it. Um. Yeah. You just back away. It's good. All right. Well, anyway. Just walk away. Yeah. Just walk away. Very Mad Max of you. Um. So, basically, Dempsey Senior is told that uh, that Jean had planned to kill him. Um. So, like, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> Little sheep fella, played by Robbie Williams, wasn't it? Nah. Was that Robbie Williams that did his uh, did his voice? Mm. Maybe. I think it was. Maybe. Yeah. So anyway, um, now this happens later, but I'm just going to bundle it in here because I was just like, who cares? Um, we we see later on that Serac kills um, Dempsey Senior, um, and he uh, and he hides it with a fake plane crash. I guess I'm just like, yeah, 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 just get on with it. Um, I mean, that was so obvious anyway. I mean, you could tell that right, right well, we from the beginning. We know he's that, dead. We know he's yeah, dead. But, yeah. yeah. So, um, a bit mad, isn't it? What's going on with his super strength? Smashing the guy's head over and over again into the into the plane. Probably just regular regular strength, really. Like, oh, I wouldn't have thought no, he so, got it from the, uh, He got it from the nuclear disaster that destroyed oh, Paris. Yeah. Hulk. Yeah. Radioactive man. So, uh, yeah. we go back to... Watch out, radioactive man. <laughs> Watch out. Radioactive yeah. man, my boy. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Simpsons. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I got the reference. That's why I, I didn't just guess the fucking superhero name. Jesus. So, anyway, we go back to Scottish Dolores and Benyardi. Um, you like Benyardi. Look, you know, the high point of the episode, Stubbs comes back for no reason. Um, you know, no, he, can't, look, he comes back to save him, doesn't he? Um, but no, you, you can forgot go- about me. Yeah, yes, oh, we absolutely yeah. did forget about you. What are you, you doing yeah. here? Um, why <laughs> is he still got wearing in? that? But <laughs> how has he got in? Well, I mean, it doesn't it's matter anyway bizarre. because you know they can go. You can just go anyway. So, <laughs> what's the point in all of this? Like, no, because look, he's too important. Ah, huh? what's going on? Why am I here? Why have you taken me here? What is going on? But anyway. So they just leave, um, and I'm like, this is a mess, man, but fine. Um, we then get, uh, and I didn't mention it before, um, but I'm going to mention it now. So it's Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah. she, I know for some reason, yeah. Um, yeah, so she's been in two episodes before this, um, and I can't wait to see where her character's going to go, because obviously she's big famous actress now. 
Um, but she keeps making these little appearances. Um, obviously, she wasn't content in gate crashing our Fighting Vipers Black Mirror episode. Um, she's now ended up in Westworld. Um, so I, I can't wait to see her impact uh, on this series. Um, oh, no. No, there's no impact because she just gets blown up immediately uh, with Scottish Dolores um, and the rest of Serac's staff. So what's going you're on late. there? Not really. I've been blown up. Hey, you're um, late. Well, I'm going to blow everyone up, including me and you, Mantas. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Um, bit mad, yeah. that. Bit mad. No, she just, I think she just likes being in um, on fan-critical podcasts, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> That's it. That's the reason. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that happens, and I was like, oh, okay, fine. I mean, I don't really understand the point of that, but whatever. Um, and you get Ben Yarde and, uh, and Stubbs are outside, and Ben Yarde's like, basically, I'm important for some reason, and Stubbs are like, eh, whatever. And that well, is how yeah. the audience is supposed to feel. It's like, look, the whole point of this was you now understand that Bernie is important, and everything else doesn't matter. So it's like, cool, right, fine. So we then get a tracking shot of the beach uh, to the soundtrack of The Shining. Now, I'm going to say, it's not cool. It's fucking stupid. Just leave it alone. Yeah, it made, leave it alone. It made no sense. I love The Shining. And obviously, we have a Stephen King podcast. Uh, check it out, Castle Rock Critical. Uh, we cover all major Stephen King adaptations, pretty much. Um, and we just finished The Outsider, which was a HBO show as well. And um, so we love The Shining. We love everything. Bloody love King, it. Really. Yeah. Well, we, we also like to make fun of a lot of it as well. Um, but this made no sense. I didn't. I was literally looking at it going, okay, so where does this track play in The Shining? Uh, it's over the opening montage of uh, the drive to the, over, uh, you know, the Overlook Hotel. W- what's going on in this scene is they're walking on a beach. Yeah, um, that's the, the Overlook same. Hotel is based in the mountains. It's a very windy road. It snows. Uh, this is a beach with a shore and there's people walking and they're driving in a car in The Shining. So I was like, okay. Um, makes sense, doesn't it? What is the reference here? It, the, the references of The Shining were obviously going mad in isolation. And I was like, maybe this is just because we're all in isolation now. In post, they quickly thought, chuck this on, this will be funny because they're all going mad in isolation. Um, there's no other reason for the track to be there. And for me, I know you guys had issues with the other tracks. Um, I said they didn't really work for me, but I could let it go. With this track, though, I was like, what? He's not even... The drug's not really even affecting him anymore, really. <laughs> like, is it? Who knows? Who cares? Um, and I'll just add I'll, I'll just add to it, actually. Um, I thought an excellent use for the drug also could have been um, when the guy said, you know, what reality is this? The final reality. He said, no, what genre is this? The final, uh, the final one. And he goes, it's reality, baby. And I was like... Okay, this could be fall into one of the theories that we've talked about, which is that of the fact that this whole world is actually a simulation. And this drug, when you get to the final stage, allows you to see the world for what it truly is, this simulation, where they're using this you know, augmented tech to show the world in this pristine way. But we said it would be ravaged by war and also by climate change and all this stuff. And uh, I thought that's where they were going to go with it. Turns out, no. Um, which I thought was disappointing, but uh, carry on, John. Sorry, but to it's just like rant there. No, but but you are absolutely correct. It, it would be like, oh, look, so he took this drug, and it turns out that you know that church is actually now a Nando's, and you'd be like, oh no, like who cares? Honestly, 
It's just shit. It just doesn't make sense. And the the Shining soundtrack, I mean, the, the, I mean, the shot. It's not even a proper tracking shot. Like what they could have done no. if they wanted to just give a little yeah. nod to Shining, just literally do a tracking shot across the whole beach until you get to those guys. Fine. I mean that eve that would still make no sense. But at least I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, fine. Um, just use the Jurassic Park theme, like. That is about as relevant. Um, hey, mate, Jurassic Park happens on an island. What are islands surrounded by? Beaches. They want a beach. Not necessarily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just the Godfather well, whatever, soundtrack no or like, yeah. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Fantasia. Could have been one of the genres. Jurassic what? Park mm. is one of the genres. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, just pointless. But anyway, so we end, we end up with, uh, with Ash. Uh, just shooting Liam. Um, and as he bleeds out, we get a confusing montage, which I'm sure you'll go into in our Westworld wonderings of Cal's past. Um, and an absolutely ridiculous, cheap, shit movie trope of someone bleeding out. Uh, and before they can reveal what they know, um, they just die. So I'm really yeah. surprised that he didn't yeah. just turn to Caleb and go, you're like and then Caleb just starts screaming no into the sky like just go the full hog and that could even be one of the genres like so that might not even be happening but it could be like oh yeah and then and then throw in a shit like soundtrack there as well of like an over-the-top film that would make sense there but they don't and it's annoying I thought it was interesting it was interesting that um Liam was going get away from me after he's been shot and Caleb's trying to trying to help him and he's saying get away from me you you did you did it you you Caleb's like what speaking speak up you did it get away from me is he actually referring to because think about this Liam does not give a shit about Caleb right he means nothing to him would he use his last breath, his last words, telling Caleb that he killed his his mate when he was in the war or whatever? Or would he be referring to his own death? Did Caleb shoot Liam? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I've I got some theories who about cares? that. I mean, I've got some stuff about that. I mean, also, who <laughs> well, that's, cares? Liam's, that's so, also Liam's, so, Liam's such a pointless character. I don't give a fuck. Like, to be honest with you, like, I think the the reveal of that has greater significance, whatever he was saying. So let's, you know, and it is tropey, but yeah. let's hope it well, plays anyway, in, a, in a satisfying yeah. way. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it's worth noting at this point, they've just gunned down and murdered one of the most famous people in the world on a beach in daylight. Um, but whatever, they don't seem in but any... The world has gone to <laughs> shit a little bit. Well... You know, that's what they're saying. I know, it? but you say it's gone to shit. There's a couple of people having a fight in the street. Other than that, You'd still notice someone being gunned down, like. But anyway, whatever. Yeah. You whatever. What track would have worked better? Go on. What track would have worked better is "It's the End of the World as We Know." Yeah, why not? That would have been quite good, wouldn't it? Yeah, just some zombies mm. running around. Just like, oh yeah, what are they doing here? Zombie world, uh, zombie land. Yeah, yeah. So great film. Yeah, makes sense. So we go back to the airport mm. uh, where it's revealed that Sorak has been essentially narrating to Dolores. Um, See, I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like good, that. that. That's good. Clever. Yeah, I like Clever. That. that was good. That. Yeah. that that earned it one more bloob. So it went from one bloob to <laughs> two. 
Um, so he... No, I thought it got two <laughs> bloobs right from the start. <laughs> no, for you it did, not for me. But there You're you go. making about as much sense as this season. No, no, so basically I've, I've added the percentages. So if it's 100% times by... But anyway, so he's now speaking with her. <laughs> anyway, and uh, as they face off, um, they both hold their own, you know. Um, I'm, I'm sort of watching it and hoping that Serac you know, outdoes her, to be honest, because he's fighting for humanity. So, you know, he loves Serac. He's the hero. And then Dolores has a little dig at his brother, Jean. Says, well, yeah, your brother's mad, though, isn't it? Uh, and he's he's not happy with that. He doesn't like that. Um, so she hangs up on him. Um, but I guess we then get the juxtaposition. So end of the episode versus the befuddled president at the beginning. We've now got Serac that kind of looks like he's lost control and he doesn't know what to do and he seems a bit lost and frustrated and then we get the the shot of the divergence and it's 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 only going one way there's nothing he can do about it um and that's that's the uh oh actually, i was about to say that's the end of the episode and then just some guy turns up with a bag for cow but um yeah which is obviously important i don't really see the point in that but whatever um, and that's it, and that's the end of the episode. So, thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we've covered it all, really, um, <laughs> in, in, all ga- in, in all guises. Um, uh, you know, it's I enjoyed it, but as we can see, you know, that there are there are missteps in the execution. Obviously, that bothered you guys uh, more than me, basically. You're thinking free bloob now, though, aren't you? No, because I actually enjoyed the episode. Like I, I'm just thinking about the feeling of the episode. I, you know, I, I agree with everything to do with the genre stuff, but I actually kind of removed those filters uh, in my head and just watched it normally. In a way, it's quite weird, but um, that's the way I did. Yeah, it. No, it's fine. So you think this is as good as the first episode? That's fine. So, um, uh, in hindsight, I would have given that first episode a higher mark. You'd have given it a what? Sorry, potentially a higher mark potentially but that's the beauty of hindsight mm. so you're giving the first episode a five maybe well, you just maybe. said you have so anyway um so that's the end of our recap um but look have no fear because we're now going to hand the reins over to len and his westworld wondering <laughs> Hello, yes, welcome back to Westworld Wanderings. Crazy Jesus Christ. Hell. It's gonna get scarier like monk like monkey news. Yes. It gets worse Chip every time. Monkey news. Monkey news. Oh, he's written it down. Carl <laughs> Starry. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what I'm going for there. Um so a couple of theories this week. I thought we'd focus on um Caleb. Caleb. Because uh, you know why not? He, he something's not, going yeah. on there with him, and we talked about that terrible scene with uh, Mister Dempsey Junior, mm. um, the trophy one. This is posted on Reddit by expanding exponentially. Hmm. The theory is that Caleb is the agitator. The system has predicted will destroy the world. Um, you know, 
So this is, I like this. All of uh, Caleb's memories have been implanted during his rehab. Dolores has access and has seen that he is the one, so to speak. The one obviously referring to Neo in the Matrix. Obviously a lot of parallels there. So she is edging him towards his destiny to destroy the world. Hmm. Mm. Uh, so she's, I quite like she's this theory Morpheus, that Caleb, is she? In a way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good, good, good analogy there, John. That's correct. Um, you know, another user has been uh, big on this. U slash Hillrow underscore Wood has said uh, the Caleb divergence theory. Um, what did Liam see through the glasses about Caleb? I think Caleb could be the one or the one divergent human that Rehoboam can't control. As we learn from Serac, divergences are often sent to war to be killed because the system can't accurately predict their actions. Caleb, being one of these divergences, is supported by Liam's line, you think I killed your friend? Implying that it was because of Rehoboam that the soldiers were deployed in the first place and killed. So, Gareth, that's going on your war comment. Um, yeah. That's that's a way that he they, they get rid of these uh, agitators, as uh, Serac calls them. And I like the idea that, that Caleb... Um, was sent to war for that reason. I also like the the thought that he's been manipulated since coming back uh, for another reason to stop him being an agitator. They're trying to change him or something. So uh, I quite like these theories that Caleb is is more central to the plot. Here's a more, more, more a crazy one focusing on Caleb. Um, okay, uh, it's picking up a bit, a bit of traction on Reddit. This actually um, in different threads on the episode discussion and there's a couple of other posts i just i'm just going to generalize it this uh i saw this post by you slash uh wadenator one two three oh yeah so <laughs> big up big up the wadenator um theory about caleb is the title i'm starting to think that caleb is serac's brother Yes, I know they don't look alike, but I have an explanation for that. I believe Serac had to get rid of his brother because he was an outlier or agitator. He then uploaded his consciousness into a host, like Delos attempted to do, but failed. Serac wouldn't want to get rid of his brother completely, since he loved him, but he would need to be able to control him so he wouldn't uh, cause the end of humanity. I believe this is why Liam said, you don't even know who you are. Uh, this would also make sense as why Liam looked terrified when he scanned him with his glasses and saw his profile. Uh, so the scanning stuff, I don't think is relevant here. But what I will say is I've seen a couple of things about this. Um, and it would be extremely interesting if if uh, this came to be true, because clearly Caleb is someone very important. Um, the biggest danger to the system or the biggest agitator was Sean or Jean, however you want to call him. <laughs> definitely uh, Jean. Yeah, definitely Jean. And uh, I think, you know, we know the stuff about this guy, Caleb, doesn't make any sense. Like his appearance seems to be right, but his mother didn't know who he was. And there's all these little mm. things, and these little things. Like, I like this. Memories mm. that are muddled, muddled after. I like this, Alexander. You've done well. Yeah, I think, I think it's got something to it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, there's a little bit of buzz being created about that at the moment. So uh, hold your hats on that one. This one, uh, the next one to finish off the Westworld Wanderings this week is posted by you slash Rowdy Scouser 69. Hey, Rowdy Scouser. Yeah, watch out. They're very rowdy. Uh, This is the fact that we we talked about that um, Caleb could be the divergence in the... um, uh, the world that the, the, you know that Rehoboam is terrified of, but it's actually Bernard 
And that is why he's so important. And obviously, John, you referenced this. They want us to know that Bernard is important. And mm. I, I actually think the reason he's important for me is because of the theory last week, like we said, that he's actually got the key to all the, the park data and not Dolores. I think that's probably better. Uh, but this is talking about that. I think Arnold or Bernard is the agitator predicted to destroy the world. A couple of different subplots eerily uh, link up uh, to this. Bernard saying worlds bleed into each other. Clearly his world would be bleeding into Arnold's. I don't really get that point, but it's one of their points. So I thought I'd read it. Bernard was specifically told he's the only one who couldn't be replaced. That is a line that is in the show. It's clear to me now it took time for Dolores to create the current Bernard slash Arnold based on her memory. She has no opportunity to do that again. Bernard specifically has been given the option to choose a side. It seems as if his decision will have heavy influence. Why else would Dolores go to these lengths to give him that opportunity? Why would she want to show him everybody is already in a loop? Serac said there's an outlier he's failed to snuff out how could you track down a dead man Arnold's influence as an outlier is growing as his world bleeds into Bernard's almost makes me wonder if Dolores isn't trying to dig Arnold out of Bernard with the path she's given him now remember Bernard is based on Arnold for anyone who forgets that storyline from season one um, so yeah that's basically it to be honest with you um, just all a bit the fact that Bernard just all a bit Bernard difficult to key. follow though isn't it yeah as usual, it is. And, and that's it for Westworld Wanderings this week. Um, some stuff in there about Caleb, but, you know, we always thought he could be a host or whatever, but it turns out he's uh, actually probably uh, more, more important. I think I um, think one of the big one of the big uh, mysteries of this season is who is Caleb. So I am interested yeah. to see how that, uh, yeah. that, that pans out. Pans Teddy. out. Anyway. All right. Time to move on. To- <laughs> Good. Time to move on to some feedback. Some feedback didn't make it in time for last week. So here we are. Uh, so this is retrospectively talking about last week's episode some of these okay diana hour has had this to say hi Diana. how you doing hi friends hope you're hanging in there <laughs> we are hanging in there hope you're hanging in there a uh, couple of thoughts on this week's episode first and foremost five blooms for sure love the episode so that's referring to last week's episode guys uh, and she has some questions shapes is the first one I'm interested to see what, if anything, the significance is of the use of shapes, specifically triangles and squares. Hale has distinct triangle earrings on, and there is a triangle on the door in the institution where William is being kept. However, that triangle turns into a square as Dolores steps into frame in her blue dress, prominently featuring her square belt buckle. Maybe it's nothing, but I found it interesting. Um, you know, stuff like this is always very interesting to me. Costume it, design, room it? design. Gar- no, it, it, I Why? find it interesting because... I feel that the show did used to have that level of detail. I don't think it does any more, but I do think I just, stuff like that no. used to be a hallmark of the show. I know, but um, it's, some shows you, you are put together that you way. You drown in that detail, though, don't you? Like, you, yeah, you can drown. You can drown. You can drown. Um, but let's not drown, okay? Uh, the five pearls, she says. Holy hell! Yes to Dolores being in everyone. That was awesome. However, I'm not completely convinced that all five pearls are Dolores. Now we've had some feedback on this as well. I think she took the five pearls out of the park, but made copies of herself, her pearl, on the outside. I wouldn't be surprised if we see the other pearls, Abernathy, Teddy, Clementine, etc., in the future. She needs an army. Maybe she's saving them. One thing that I thought about the past episodes is that Caleb and Jim Dalos have a sort of parallel. Jim Dalos always ended up or his turning point, was always the interaction with Logan by the pool. No matter how many different fidelity tests he went through, as it stands, Caleb is predestined to commit suicide, as dictated by Rehoboam. It goes to show, wherever it's 
it goes to show whether it's a giant machine, Robbie, nice, or the illusion of free will, as illustrated by the books about the guests in Westworld, humans, hosts and future humans are very much alike. So glad that it looks like this season has turned around since episode two. Really looking forward to the rest of the season. Mm. Be well uh, and stay well. Mm. Uh, thank you, Dana. And it would be interesting to know your thoughts after this episode. Please do write in again and let us know what you think about this latest one. Mm. Um, some good points there. All in all, very good stuff. Uh, Lani mm. has had this to say. Hey, guys. Hope you are well uh, and staying safe. Thank you, Lani. We are. Listen, I honestly do enjoy Westworld, although oftentimes I have no earthly idea what's going on. But I have to ask, how many freaking times is Maeve going to die? She's arguably the most powerful host because of her Jedi mind powers. So in last night's episode, I could not believe when I saw her stabbed and bleeding out. I get that you have to have a certain suspension of disbelief. But for Christ's sake, facepalm, I could hear John's voice saying, what's going on here? Anyway, I'm still team Maeve. If there's still a Maeve to have a team. Uh, of course there and is. And I hope she's repaired once again and we get Maeve versus Dolores Showdown we've all been waiting for. Mm. Yep, uh, very good point. And... Um, I will say that we did echo your thoughts that Maeve, uh, the death felt flat and silly. Um, and there is a definite face palm yeah. for all of us in there. Um, yeah. Death has become a thing of non-finality in this show. Yeah, I mean, look, can, can <sighs> she at least get my catchphrases right? You know, I wouldn't say what's going on here. I'd say, <laughs> what is this? Like, what are you... What yeah, is what is this? this? Yeah. What the okay. fuck? Well, you know, Lani's... You know, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a good one. You know, Lani tried her best there. She got it in between two, I think. Yeah. What's going on here is kind of like, what are you doing here? Mixed with, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, You know, Uh, it's fine. I like that. I like living in the minds uh, of people. Thank you, Lani. That's good. And John's famous now. People are trying to recite your catchphrases. Cowabunga, dude. Okay, Lane Garvey (laughs) has had this to say. (laughs) 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 Hello there, uh, three minute men from a gloomy Melbourne town. Gareth. Hello respect who is it um, i it's from lane garvey um anyway i absolutely love westworld but have been so disappointed with the latest season mm. however i started listening to your podcast during season two because i loved hearing you decipher the clues and present crazy Reddit theories. Fuck literally yeah. the crazier the better I know this season isn't as good as previous, particularly season one, but can we please go back to a time when you guys pulled it all apart? No. Detail by tiny detail. <laughs> there were such good <laughs> times pre-COVID, and honestly, being in isolation, I would have thought there's no better time than now to spend hours dissecting a TV show such as this. I mean, I'd do it myself, but you guys are just better at it. I'd love to hear all the little <laughs> details I missed and how they relate to tiny strands of information in previous episodes and what that could mean for the mm. future of the story. Please give me a reason to get out of bed in these bloody awful times. Otherwise, I feel I may have to start reading books again. Oh, oh. Right, okay. This is absolutely 100% not a dig at you guys. I love listening to you three. I just want to rev you guys up a bit in the hope you'll be inspired to go back to the days of old and overthink the hell out of this show. I appreciate the content. Uh, may not be there, but that never stopped us before. Well, I believe in you. Inspiring? Question we... mark. Winky face. Seriously, love what you do. Thank you for the entertainment. Well, look, I'm inspired. Um, I'm inspired. Let's start this one again. <laughs> yeah, sack this off. I mean, to be no, honest... I think we did go through this episode in detail. I think we did go through this episode in detail. Mm. I think the problem that I think the problem with the show at the moment is... And you're right about, actually... Um, you're right there, Lane... The show has lost those little details. Now, you know, um, in a previous message, you know, 
Diana's mentioning the shape of the belt buckles and stuff like that. And that's what I was saying in that. Some of that detail is gone now. So it is difficult for us to dig into it. What, what we're trying to do this season is what the show is doing. It's going through in a very sort of, here you go, here's exposition in your face kind of way. There's no subtlety. <laughs> there's not much There's not much subtlety going on. Um, and we're just trying to have a bit of fun with it if we can. Um we do need inspiring in terms of the quality of the show. I think John definitely needs a bit of inspiration. So did that inspire you, John? I'm just thinking about all the exposition that my face is drenched in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, lovely exposition. Drink it all up. Yeah. No, uh, I, I do agree. Look, it's, it's difficult this season. I think we can all agree it's difficult. The details do not seem to be there um, like they were in the first season. And in the second season, they went too far the other way, you know? So I think that's why the second season we were like all over the place a bit. Theories here, theories there. Does this mean this? Let's well, read this passage from the Bible. You, can, you know, you can dig, t- you can you dig know. too deep, and you keep digging, you keep yeah. digging, and suddenly you're fucked, and you can't climb out, and then you you're end dead. up in Australia. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, end up in Melbourne. Well, yeah. What I would say, Lane, is there there is a reason to get out of bed, even in these trying times, and that is fact that the worst of netflix is coming soon <laughs> fact uh, and to be honest with you like you know watch the watch watchman you know if you if, you know as Good well point. if you haven't seen that check out the watchman podcast because that we did go into a lot of detail because the detail was truly there and we were passionate about the comic mm, as well really loved it. um and I, I still say the detail is in this podcast but it is more thematic than it is you know costume design than it is reading passages from the bible because that stuff's just not in it anymore that just doesn't seem to be where the show is going. It's less philosophical in terms of what text it's pulling from, other than Rehoboam, which we've mentioned, and we've been through the biblical story of that. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's my that's my two the, cents. The, the problem is you've got to enjoy the journey. So, you know, if, mm. if, you, if you're on your way to Disney World, you know, everything on the yeah. way there feels brilliant. Whereas if you're on your way to your auntie's house and it's a Sunday and there's nothing on TV, it's just like, oh, this is grim. Just get through it. So, and that's what this yeah. feels like. So, unfortunately, you know, I don't feel I don't feel like Disney World is at the end of this episode, but um, or see or season. Yeah, uh, Mike Daffron has had this to say. I believe the last unaccounted brain pearl is most likely. Hooded Justice. Hey. <laughs> That's good, that. Classic. Yeah. Oh, well Mike. Out of nowhere. Thanks, Mike. He's absolutely done it. I was I was really looking forward to hearing your boys' reaction to that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a nod to our Watchmen podcast. Um, An episode that one, you weren't in, actually, Len. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, that was when you went reined in. and, and you know, Slagged off by uh, one person. One. Where is he now? Nowhere. Probably more. Mm. Praised Probably by everyone more. else. Um how so many podcasts has he made yeah <laughs> well um speaking of that mike says uh love listening to your guys podcast very fun to listen to especially when you're being silly and joking around which i hope you guys start doing more I have oh, to say. get out of I town feel, i feel like this episode i feel like this episode we've had a bit more of a laugh to be honest with you um i listen to many westworld podcasts and most of them aren't silly and funny you guys are refreshing to listen to um he also does a podcast about westworld called the watchers on the couch not saying check it out just mention it I like Mike. He gave us the hooded justice joke. And I'm going to say, go check out the watches on the couch. Guys, go check it out. Um, he says, just wanted to give you some appreciation. And I look forward to more from you guys. So thank you very much, Mike. Good on you. 
Good on you, and uh, I'll check out your podcast. Rem- remind us of the uh, all of ours. remind us of the name of the podcast again. Uh, that is the Watchers on the Couch. The Watchers on the Couch, uh, and I will check it out. As I said, once I've stopped editing these podcasts and arranging new ones, um, Toddy B has written in. Hey fellas, TB. my thoughts on the episode. Pros, so, I enjoyed the Serac background story. I like seeing how Rehoboam was created and Serac's growing power. Robbie. And I'm still enjoying the new technology and the uh, and they sprinkle in um, throughout the episodes. Cons, uh, the genre drug was just so out of left field and not necessary at all to the plot. Mm. Yes. I feel like Shit, it was trying I- to do the Watchmen nostalgia thing. That's what we said. But really dropped the ball, in my opinion. When it cut to the romance genre, I almost shut my television off. <laughs> Yeah, I think Gaz is Toddy B because it seems to be <laughs> honestly um, every every fucking week he. Uh, you may as well just read out my summary again. What was yeah. uh, some of the scenes were poorly cut together? Mm. Unless I missed something. Dolores and Caleb are on a beach after Liam dies, and the next scene they're in a hangar chatting with Serac. No explanation of how they got there. <laughs> how they walked. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. We, we've got to um, walk to the airfield quickly through this sand. <laughs> Why? I'll say it, I'll say it again, and I promise this is the last time. But the invincible Dolores is just getting boring to watch. She never faces any resistance or problems she can't hack or kill. Some of the dialogue was really cringy. That this is reality line was bizarre. Yeah, I, I did reference that one as well. Uh, all in all, guys, I didn't like the episode. Hopefully, you guys point out some things I missed, but I feel like it took steps back from last week. Two uh, unfortunately, I'm giving this two blueberries. Mm, yeah. Hopefully, Correct. things improve. We're only three episodes left, and I hope you guys liked it more than I did. Well, I did, Todd, but uh, it seems the others did not. Anyway, stay safe and talk to you next week. Um, that's it for feedback. Very good feedback this week. Please do write in. You can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. Your thoughts will get read out on the show and we will discuss them uh, and agree or disagree with them. Um, so that is fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. And now back to John in the studio. Thanks, Len. Um, it's a good, good one, that. You know, some interesting theories. Um, I think they're all bollocks, to be honest. But, you know, I like the idea of the crossover with the Matrix. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Be good fun. Yeah. Keanu Reeves turning up. Yeah, Neo Neo just turns up. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing here? Anyway, so um but that brings us to a close. It's been a long <laughs> pod. Uh too long, Don't if steal anything, my to be honest. Catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm glad you picked up on that. Um but look, if you have enjoyed this episode, again, shoot us over your feedback. You know, Len has just plugged fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. Um but there you go, you can have it again. Um we're always welcome to feedback on Twitter, Fan Critical Pod, Instagram, Fan underscore Critical. Um, and again, if you do want to donate some dollars and pick the stuff that we cover, you can do um, over at patreon.com forward slash Fan Critical. But that brings us to a close of a very long, uh, very long podcast. Um, too long, if anything, mm. but uh, good luck with the edit. Um, so thanks, lads. Thanks, mm. Len. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Gaz. Thanks, mate. Thanks for hosting. Yeah, and thanks for listening. Um, be safe and see you next week. Bye. Who the see fuck you. is Sean? <laughs> <laughs>